Say hi, I'm Ethan. Hi, I'm Ethan. I'm I'm Zach's brother. Say you're listening to hashtag no hashtag filter no filter with Zach Peter. With Zach Peter. Bitch. Bitch. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Blaine Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. Or you can always join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend, and I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend to come with 4th of July this weekend. I'm a little hyped. I've had a lot of coffee. I worked out. I just got home from a long family trip. I was camping, even though if you look at my Instagram, I wasn't really camping that much. Like, it was more, it was a little more glamping, but not, like, full glamping. Um, We did have, like, a, a mini cabin, um... So it wasn't like tent camping like we had like I had a, you know, a space to sleep. Um, And then I found out, of course, you know, I had to find a resort nearby. And, you know, we made sure to to book some time at the spa because that's just that's how I roll. If we're going to camp, we might as well go to the spa. I found like a secret garden that had like a bar and it was a good time. I had a lot of fun with my Family, as you'll notice when we open this episode, you got to meet my brother, Ethan. For those of you who've known me for quite a while, you'll know that um, Ethan's been a, on my, Ethan aka Deets has been on my Instagram stories and TikToks and stuff a lot over the past couple of months, and they'll know that he's my brother who has autism. If you know some of my previous work, you'll know that I was very involved in the autism community, did a lot of activism work for many, many years, and yeah, so for those of you that knew Ethan when he was little and followed our story, you get to see him fully grown now as a 19-year-old adult, which is crazy. But yeah, thank you for joining my family and our, our camping ex- excursions, excavades, escapades. I don't know. My brain is still recovering from all the no-filter rosé I drank over the weekend, and there was lots of it. I took a lot of wine with me, and I drank all of it. There was none left by the last day. I had no more wine to drink on the final day, so we had to go to Solvang and have more wine. But if you have not done so yet, please grab some of my new Housewives Watching Wine. Today I've got, I'm ready to mention it all in honor of Real Housewives in New York, which has finally returned after last week, even though I feel like we didn't really miss that much without Real Housewives of New York last week. I feel like we were, we we're good. I didn't, you know, give me a little more time to miss you. You know what I mean? Um, please enjoy my housewives watching wine with Elix. You can get it at nofilterwine.com. It is a light, crisp, clean rosé, lightly fizzy, less than a gram of sugar, but still 12.8% alcohol. So you will get Liddy City. And I, I think I might do a giveaway for everyone that orders the wine and posts like a really fun housewife-esque inspired photo on Instagram. Um, 
I think I'm going to launch it maybe right after the 4th of July. We'll launch the giveaway. So if you order it this week, you'll have it in time for probably, hopefully, if you are um, local in LA or, yeah, or, you know, pay for expedited shipping, you can have them in time for the 4th of July and you can send, you can take lots of cute little photos and send them to me. That way you can enter to win. I'm thinking of doing, of talking, I've been talking to a couple of my partners and I think I want to do like a full, like ultimate night in giveaway where I give a bunch of goodies away for everyone that takes, um, or for one lucky winner that takes a really good, fun photo. All right, I think I've rambled on enough today. Uh, but please order my housewives watching wine at nofilterwine.com. Like I said, 12.8% alcohol alcohol, and less than a gram of sugar. Okay, we have a lot to break down today. We have the new Real Housewives of Potomac taglines. We have some Erica Jane news. Lots of Erica Jane news, actually. Erica and Tom, um, a Real Housewives of Orange County update-ish. And then Jamie Lynn Spears. I want to talk a little bit about her because obviously everyone's talking about Free Britney and talking about the testimony. And I finally listened to it. And I am like shivering, shaking. It's crazy. So what do we want to start? Well, I guess we can start with the Real Houses of Orange County. Steve Lodge, who is Vicki Gumbelson's fiance, he is running for California state governor against Caitlyn Jenner. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? We have Steve Lodge versus Caitlyn Jenner. Like, I don't like Gavin Newsom, who's our current California governor. We can definitely get rid of him. And you best believe I signed that that recall Gavin Newsom um, petition. We can definitely get rid of homeboy. Like, he's he's done. He, you know wanted to run for president and like, you know, tried and definitely sank that ship into the ground. But like now what we're left with Steve Lodge or Caitlyn Jenner? Like, is this, are are these really our options? I know we had Arnold Schwarzenegger as a governor prior, but like really guys, really like who else, you know who I think we, we probably need somebody like Craig from Southern Charm. I think, you know, he would make a nice governor. He's over here with his his cute little signs, you know, saying, don't get run over. Call Craig Conover. He's getting cute with it. I think he could run a fun campaign. But like if we're going to have a reality star, like, gosh, I don't even know who I think. Let's just give it to Chris Jenner. I think Chris would be a better governor than Caitlyn Jenner. I don't know if Caitlyn Jenner is like, what has she been doing for these past couple of years now that she doesn't have keeping up with the Kardashians? I mean, the only, the only glimpses we've ever got of her on keeping up with the Kardashians is like a FaceTime here and there. She wasn't even at the Kardashians reunion. Like, what was that about? That was actually a great reunion. I actually, or well, I mean, for what it was, it was a good reunion. We had Andy Cohen. It was a cute little moment. Loved it. Great. Um, now I look forward to see what the Kardashians do on Hulu. But I mean, I guess Vicky Gunvalson probably, I mean, I feel like she should be happy now that she doesn't have housewives. Like, cause now she can like be like, I'm a politician. My husband is the governor of California or running for governor of California. I don't know if I want her to be like our, do we, would we consider her like the first lady of California? Is that what we do when we have a governor? I don't know, but I don't, I don't hate it. I don't know what I, I, to be fair, I have not looked into his politics. I don't know what he stands for. Neither have I really looked into Caitlyn Jenner's politics either. I don't think I can vote for Caitlyn Jenner though. I, I really don't know. Like it's such a, a toss up in the air. I, I, I don't even know why I'm actually considering this happening. Um, let's do, okay. So that that's happening. He's running. So if you are in California and you want somebody to, to, potentially vote for it. You can, you know, vote for Steve Lodge. 
whatever. Um, okay, so I do want to let's talk about Potomac because the Real Housewives of Potomac trailer has, uh, or actually the trailer dropped a few weeks ago, but the taglines are here, everybody. We have the Real Housewives of Potomac um, taglines, and I have rated them, but I figured why not just rate them live? So let's listen to them and then I'll reread them and then I'll give my thoughts, feelings, vibes, emotions. If you want to pop off, I'll be happy to get you adjusted. Mm. I may keep you waiting, but trust me, I'm worth it. The only thing messier than two boys is me. My blessings are many, and my patience is none. This professor doesn't just grade on the curve, she sets the curve. The brawn dong can never be duplicated, imitated, or intimidated. Get it, Karen. Okay. So let's break down these individually. So first up, we have Giselle. And Giselle Bryant, She her tagline is, the secret to this pretty face is staying in the shade, which is good. I would give that a solid maybe like an 8 out of 10. I, or actually, maybe even a 9 out of 10. I, I think it's cute. It tags in the fact that she is really shady. Um, but it also has, like, the beauty aspect because everyone says that she's really pretty. And so staying out of the sun is obviously great for your skin, which I didn't fully abide by. I tried to when I was camping. But, like, as you can tell, my hair is even starting to yellow. It was just there was so much sun. There was just too much sun and not enough sunblock. But I think, I think I, I'll give this one a solid 9 out of 10. I thought this was a good one, a good runner-up. Then we have new girl, Mia Thornton. She comes in with, if you want to pop up, I'll be happy to get you adjusted. And at first, I was like, what is she, a fucking chiropractor? And then everyone in the DMs was like, yeah, she is a chiropractor. She owns a chiropractic business, snap. And I was like, oh, well, I don't know her yet, okay? We haven't seen her on Potomac yet. I didn't know she does chiro... Well, maybe, I feel like at some point, I did reveal what she actually did when she was announced to join the show. So I'm pretty sure somebody will throw that in my face. But I forgot. I didn't realize she does chiropractic. I thought all she did was throw salads for a living and hit Candace in the face, okay? I'm sorry. Forgive me. Then we have Robin Dixon. Ugh. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll you'll see the eye roll. But if you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify or Pandora, wherever you're listening to it, I hope you heard that eye roll. As I said, the name Robin Dixon. Her tagline is, I may keep you waiting, but trust me, I'm worth it. Girl, nobody should ever keep you like, no, it, especially because she didn't keep anybody waiting. She's been waiting for Juan Dixon. Like Juan Dixon, no, no, this is a fail. This is a, a solid, oh, we didn't give Mia a rating. I would give Mia maybe a seven out of 10 only because we don't really know what she's delivering yet and we don't really know her yet. But like, it was a cute, like, you know, throw in the business. Robin, on the other hand, I think I'm going to give her like a two out of 10. Like this is poorly executed, not very exciting, not very, like the least interesting to look at. Then we have Ashley Darby and Ashley Darby said, the only thing messier than two boys is me cute. I'd give it maybe a seven. I don't, I wouldn't say she knocked it out of the park, but it wasn't bad. She has two boys now. It's, it teases that she's getting messy on the show this season. So I'm, I'm kind of here for it. I'll give you a a solid seven out of 10, Ashley Darby. Then we have Candace Dillard Bassett. Um, 
another eye roll. But her tagline is, my blessings are many and my patience is none. Six out of ten. I I think it's good. It fits Candace. It's very in line, like Robin, very in line with who she is. Cute, you know, cheeky, you know, not too wordy, whatever. I wasn't over, I wasn't impressed by it, but it wasn't bad. I would give her like maybe in the same category as like Ashley Darby, but I also feel like it's just a little unoriginal because most people are like, I, you know, bless, hashtag bless, hashtag blessing, blessings. And then everyone's like, I have no patience. I have zero patience. It's like when people say, oh, I, I have no tolerance for bullshit. I sniff bullshit out a mile away. It's like, it's just, it's so overplayed. So it's uh, six out of 10, Candace. Uh, then we have Wendy, Dr. Wendy, and her four degrees. I was waiting for her to bring up something about having four degrees, but she didn't. She said, this professor doesn't just grade on the curve. She sets the curve. I thought this was cute. Um, yeah, cute. Seven, seven, eight out of ten. I thought it was good. I like Dr. Wendy. I, I liked her last season. I'm looking forward to what she brings this season. I don't think she's going to be slapped with that season two, like that second season fatigue or that second season bad edit. I actually think she's going to impress us this season. I have high hopes for you, Dr. Wendy. So bring it. You can teach me any day. And then finally, we have Karen Huger. The grand dom can never be duplicated, imitated, or intimidated. 10 out of 10. I thought this was great. And I'm not even a Karen stan. I just think it like is very on brand for her. Really good. Great zingers. Um, and I thought it was a great, like that's why she, she closed out the opening credits because she had the best tagline. And I think Karen really has had like a full circle glow up kind of moment. And I am here for it, Karen Huger. Give it to me. Give me all of it. Real Housewives of Potomac returns July 11th on uh, Bravo, Bravo TV. That's what we watch, you guys. That's what we love and watch and are here for. Okay, before we dive into all of the Erica Jane, Tom Girardi stuff, because there's a lot of it. And before we talk, we'll talk Jamie Lynn Spears and then we'll get into Girardi's. But really quickly, I did promise that because I haven't, oops, I almost spilled my wine. I may spill the tea, but I'll never spill my wine. Um, I did promise that I would do shout outs this week for people that left reviews. And I'm very grateful for the reviews on iTunes, especially the five star ones, because I'm not going to be reading the one star ones because they're not that great. Um, But I appreciate you and I love you and I appreciate you taking the time to give me a review. So let me do a quick couple of shout outs and then we'll dive into Jamie Lynn Spears. Uh, Most recently, we got actually we got your girl Mar. Your girl Mar joins live on Instagram every Thursday when we do our Instagram lives. The time has been updated to 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern on Instagram Live at No Filter with Zach. Your girl Mar says, Zach mentions it all. How convenient. That's what I'm drinking today. Zach's podcasts are my favorite. Great guests, topics, and questions. The tea is always spilled on No Filter. Thanks, your girl Mar. Love you, boo. We have Linda, yoga girl. Zach, you're so cute. I really enjoy your podcast. Keep it up. I don't drink, but we'll check out your wine to support. I would love... I would join if you had a Patreon. Thanks. See, this is something that's come up a couple of times. I don't have a Patreon. Um, I've never really liked to charge for my podcast. And if you'll notice, I rarely ever do like product plugs or advertisements. I mean, clearly I'm promoting my wine, but it fits the theme of the show. And, you know, it's fun. I made it for us. So that's a little different. Nofield2.com, selfless, shameless plug. 
But I don't know. I've never really thought about, I mean, I've thought about doing a Patreon. I've signed up for the Patreon account, but I've never fully executed on that. So if you want me to do it, maybe if enough people tell me to, maybe I will. Uh, Pazamp4 says that the show is a must listen. NYT, New York 2C, NYTOOC, great listen. Lisa or Lil Sal, Lil Sal 42 says, fabulous podcast. Love, love, love. Thanks for the hard work you put in to entertain us. You would love you and Ryan Bailey to make more shows together. I love Ryan Bailey. I would love to do more stuff with Ryan Bailey. Um, New York 2C, great listen, fast moving. Although you can't believe Erica Jane would ever tell the truth in a tell-all. I don't know, girl. We have to wait and see. I don't, I think... I'm still going to spend that money on that Erica Jane book because I know there's going to be something juicy in there. Thank you, Rachie Rocks, The Count Jean-Luc, Robinson862. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate you leaving reviews. You are truly all too kind, and I cannot wait to spill more tea with you guys as the weeks continue to unfold. Next week, we have on girl gangs and we have on Ono Bravo. I have Amy Phillips that's going to be coming on the show soon. More Bravo Lebs to come. Lots of good stuff. All right, let's do Britney Spears. So as we know, the testimony came out in court. Everyone is like, yes, free Britney. I've admitted it on this show. And I think I did on the last Instagram live that I was very much like, oh, well, if she's under conservatorship, we all remember her shaving her head. Like, of course she needs it. And now I'm like, ooh, holy guacamole. Like, I was actually wrong. Like, now that I realize, like, this really has been an abuse of power. And I am really in support of Britney now. Now I am very, like, hashtag let's free Britney. Well, I think it's a lot more than a hashtag. I don't know what we can do. If somebody wants to enlighten me, please do. But we will continue to support Britney and hopefully help her find that freedom that she deserves. I mean, if you listen to the testimony, I found it on YouTube. It really will, like, just make your stomach turn. It's so just heartbreaking to know that this woman really has absolutely no freedom. You think, oh, well, it's her dad. Of course, he's going to have her best interest. Of course, she she wouldn't still be locked in a conservatorship if she didn't need it. Oh, she's been drugged up for so many years on all these meds. Could she even live life on her own? You look at her Instagram and she looks so out of it. Is it even possible for this woman to make her own decisions? But when you look at some of the footage from her doing her choreography, when you actually listen to what she says in the testimony, the fact that she talks about how her dad used to get off on like her um he used to get off on like her crying to him I mean obviously you know that's hearsay and that's her own interpretation of things but at the same time it's also like but why haven't you let her out of this conservatorship why don't you give her freedom and flexibility to live her life so then you start to kind of believe that narrative because you're like well there's nothing that's that's being proposed that tells me otherwise so maybe you really are this power hungry person that's getting off on controlling your daughter and she even said it in her testimony that she believes that he gets off on that and he gets off on the fact that she's such a big influential powerful celebrity and he gets to check her and now it's like, who gonna check me, boo? Brittany gonna check you, boo. And she's gonna get out of this conservatorship because we are here to support her. Okay? Snap, snap, boom. 
Another person that's claiming to support her is her sister, Jamie Lynn Spears. Everybody remembers Jamie Lynn Spears, not only as Britney Spears' sister. Apparently, she's on a show on Netflix right now. I don't remember which one. Oh, I think it's Steel Magnolia. She has like a small role in it. I didn't even realize Jamie Lynn Spears was acting again. I thought she was still like a teen mom. I thought she was still 16 and pregnant. But she's not 16 and pregnant anymore. She has like a full-grown child or daughter that's, I believe, now like a teenager or preteen. But she used to do Zoe 101, and I used to love Zoe 101. And I'm still kind of secretly hoping for a Zoe 101 reboot just because I love this show. But now here we are, and everyone's like dragging Jamie Lynn Spears, and Jamie Lynn Spears is pulling a Khloe Kardashian. So she went on her Instagram stories and was basically like, I love my sister. My sister's amazing. You know, beautiful angel baby diamond in the sky. I love Brittany. She's awesome. She's my big sister. Of course, I'd love her. If she like wants to have babies in the forest, then like I'll support her going off and running off and having babies in the forest. And everyone's like, why are you talking about babies in the forest? Like, what do you, why is Brittany going to the forest? Like maybe she does need the conservatorship. Why is she going to the forest? And then she's like, you know, I'm here to support her and everything she does because I love her and I'm her sister at the end of the day. And like, that's just what it is. I'm her sister and I love her. And she like kept we're all kind of like, we fucking get it. You're her sister. Um, but she basically said that she supports Britney and that she's had numerous private conversations with Britney claiming to tell her that she should get new legal counsel and that she should, you know, if leaving the conservatorship would make her happy, then she should do it. And everyone's like, really, Jamie Lynn? Like, you, we haven't heard from you in forever. And now you want to speak? Now you want to come up just because, what, your family's getting dragged? And Britney says she wants to sue you? And and then Jamie Lynn Spears was like, well, why are you going to sue me, boo? I make my own money. I pay my own bills. I've paid my own bills since I was, like, 10 years old. And I was like, okay, calm down, honey boo-boo. Like, let's, let's take it back a second and remember that it's not all about you. It is about your sister, Britney. And I guess and the, the points people are making are very valid, like, Why are you just now speaking out? Like, if you really knew how bad the situation was and you really did want to support Britney, why didn't you help her file? Why didn't you? Like, I know at one point she was added on to the conservatorship or as like a a sub something. But like, I don't know. Why, like, why didn't you speak out sooner is really kind of the sentiment everyone seems to be having. I mean, I'm glad that she's speaking out now. I'm glad that she's speaking out against her dad and in support of her sister. I guess it wasn't really against her dad, but it was in support of her sister. I would like to sp- see her speak out against her father because it seems like Brittany has a very contentious relationship with her father. And then the mom, we've seen her out in paparazzi pictures. And according to sources, she's like, so, you know, she's so distraught. And the dad's like, I miss my daughter. And it's like, okay, like, what a cute, like, little roundabout here circle jerk that we're all trying to do here but like where the fuck were all of you when Britney was crying to like be set free from this conservatorship that's really the question we all have I'm glad that Jamie Lynn Spears is speaking out a lot of people shared her video on their Instagram accounts and then Jamie Lynn Spears was like hold up wait a minute no you cannot share my video because that is it's not copyright infringement but it's like a digital creator something where you're like not allowed to share it even if you give credit like you're not allowed to reshare or repost it and she's clocking that in and say no you're not allowed to repost my video you're gonna get flagged and you're gonna get a mark on your instagram account so i'm glad i didn't reshare that video because like i would have gotten flagged like mj and i would have been locked in instagram jail why why would you want to hide your message if you really were such a great sister and really in support of britney Big questions, Jamie Lynn Spears. Big questions we all have for the Spears family. All right, let's talk about Erica Jane. 
Erica Jane and Tom Girardi back at it again with the scandals. Back at it again with the scandals. So there was an article on Screen Screen Rant. I haven't been able to confirm the details, so let me preface it by saying that, but it did cause a bit of a stir on the Instagram. Erica Jane is reportedly considering or in or in preparation to testify against Tom Girardi in court. What does this mean? What can she actually say? I thought she didn't know anything. Yes, I know all the questions on top of your head right now. Let's break them all down. First of all, she's her she's his wife. Can she, she's not allowed to testify, right? Because of spousal privilege. Well, yes and no. My understanding of spousal privilege is that it gives you the option to not have to testify. You can't be subpoenaed and pulled into court. Again, correct me if I'm wrong, because that's what you guys love to do in the comments. But my understanding is she's she has the opportunity to not testify against him because she is technically his spouse. And you do have spousal privilege, which prevents you from having to do it, from being forced to do it. Now, on the other hand, she has filed for a separation. She has filed for divorce or she's filed for divorce and they are legally separated. So I don't know if spousal privilege still upholds because she did file for divorce and they are legally separated. There may be a little loophole there. But at the same time, I my again, my understanding of spousal privilege is that it just gives you the option to not have to, but you still have the option to be able to testify, from my understanding. I'll have a couple of legal experts that are coming on the show in the next couple of weeks that I will ask them more about that on, and we'll see. But my understanding of spousal privilege is it just, it's it, it makes, it gives you the option to opt out. Will she actually do it? I don't know. And what does that mean? I don't know. A lot of people on Instagram were like, oh, she's not loyal. He gave her this life. And here she is turning her back on him. And she's a monster. And F her. And see her next Tuesday. And I'm like, whoa, isn't this a good thing? Like, she's testifying against the man that actually committed the crimes. Like, this is actually helping the case against Tom Girardi and could potentially help the victims, right? I like I thought like I was like, oh, well yeah, she's probably doing this to save herself, but at the same time, yeah, isn't this a good thing? Like I don't understand why everyone wants to hate Erica. Like I get it, she's no saint. I'm not saying that she's a saint, but at the same time I'm also just like, but this is her showing an act of good faith. Like, if she didn't testify, everybody was like, oh, see, she knew something, and she's just trying to keep it a secret, and she's protecting him. She's got his back. She's, you know, she's protecting him. And now here she is testifying, or possibly testifying, and everybody's like, oh, she's not loyal. He gave her that lifestyle. He gave her that lifestyle on blood money, and you were pissed about it last week, that he that she was living off of blood money. And now... You're mad that she's being disloyal to him for like, what the fuck? Like, I don't under like, I can't keep up with the court of public opinion sometimes. I love you guys. But like, sometimes it's really hard for me to keep up with the, the swaying opinions because it's almost like we're just looking for every single reason to like hate Erica and like, you know, oh, Erica wore red today. That must signify that she, you know, is proud of the blood money that she has. And it's like, what? what? Like, sometimes the logic is just like, <sighs> Namaste, align the chakras, get a little rose quartz crystal 
take some probiotics, align the doshas, you know, and just kind of take a breath, guys. Like this is, this, in my opinion, is a good thing. Is it potentially her saving her ass? Yes, very much potentially. But at the same time, she has yet to actually be charged criminally, criminally, or, you know, it also could be part of the reason she's been quiet this entire time. I mean, I guess that's a bit of a stretch. Like It's possible, but it's a bit of a stretch because some of the motions that her lawyers have filed haven't been amazing. That's where it's a little tougher. Um, but like I said, I've, I've, just, I've broken that down with other lawyers in the past as to why, what her potential motives could be for some of the decisions that she's made legally and socially on, in, on the internet that kind of throws things up in the air. And again, all the pieces are still up in the air. I'm waiting for them all to fall. But this seems like a good thing. Is she being disloyal to Tom? Well, if he really did dupe her and he really did lie to her, then this seems like she would be doing the right thing, right? And then people are like, well, how is she testifying? What information does she have when she's claiming she didn't know anything? Well, maybe this ties in the whole divorce and the separation. As we know, you can't just get divorced overnight. You can't just move into a new apartment overnight. Like that takes time to like find a place, sign a lease, you know, signing a lease or or looking for a place to rent is not an easy or quick process, especially here in Los Angeles. So that obviously took time. Filing her divorce obviously took time. Tom was, I'm sure, her main like lawyer or legal counsel. So I'm sure she had to find a good divorce attorney that was able to help her set everything up and obviously a good publicist to make sure this dropped on election date. Like this was thought out for a while, which means there is a good chance that she knew these things for the months lead or at least knew something in the months leading up to her separation from Tom or from her, her filing for divorce from Tom, which is also, you know, I don't know. We don't know how much she knew. Maybe she learned about it in January and started. Maybe she learned about it last year. Like, we don't really know what the timeline of everything is. And we're going to have to wait to see it all play out on on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And if she testifies in court, that will give us more insight into what the actual like we are less than a year into this scandal. So let's kind of just take a breath and take it one step at a time. And see where it all goes. And when they lock her up, then there must have been good reason to lock her up, if that even ever happens. Now, so there's that whole thing with, you know, so there's a good chance that maybe she did learn a couple of details, or maybe she really doesn't know anything, but she's like, this is a sign of good faith to show that I'm willing to help the the investigation against Tom. I'm willing to, like, show my support for the people that were ripped off. Again, some of her other choices didn't seem to be having that same sort of humility, but it's possible that this could be a good thing to come. Not to defend her, but this could be a good sign. And maybe she has saved her own ass. I don't know. That's all in the realm of possibility. Now, she was spotted out the other day. So, what was it last week or maybe the week before we saw her out and she was like in her glasses and her hair was a hot mess and she was pumping gas and everybody, you know, it was, it was funny. It was a really, we made a lot of really great memes and gifts and, and fun stuff out of that. Now she's been spotted out again. And this time she looks a little more glammed up. It's not like full glam, but like, she looks like her hair is actually, you know, nicely combed today. She's wearing the same sunglasses, but she has like on a black sweater, like a pullover sweater. It's a GCDS GCDS sweater, and it says, always cool. Could that mean something? Could this be a Melania Trump jacket moment? Maybe. 
Um, it does look like this photo is staged. The last one looks like it could have been potentially staged or it really was just a, oh shoot, we caught Erica Jane out in the open and she looks like a hot mess. There's Erica Jane, let's snap these photos. Could have been either one. It's possible that I actually think that the other ones weren't staged, that they actually just happened to spot Erica out and were like, oh snap, we're going to snap a few photos of her. And she probably wasn't worried about not being, I mean, who gets glammed up to get gas? Like, it, it is possible that this was a PR setup to humanize her, to make her look, you know, a little more like the average Joe. She's dressed down. She's pumping gas, whatever, whatever. It could have been, you know, a whole PR stunt. That is definitely a possibility. Whether or not she wanted to be seen looking like that, I don't know. These new photos that we're seeing of her where she is a little more glammed up do feel a little more staged. And she's kind of like just walking down the street. And when you compare the last photos to these photos, it looks like you guys caught me looking like shit. So now I'm going to like fix myself up. So if I ever run into you guys again, wink, wink, I don't look like shit anymore. So not a cute. I mean, it's not a terrible outfit. It's not that it's not super glam, but it's like, you know, a regular Tuesday afternoon outfit here in Los Angeles. There is other speculation about the PPPs with Erica and Tom. So it's been reported that Tom filed for a PPP loan, which is the payment protection program, which when, you know, everything got shut down and a lot of businesses had to close, they were able to file for these loans that were able to help them pay their employees. Tom Girardi applied for a PPP loan for $1.5 million. People are saying, oh, this shows that he definitely had money issues. Absolutely. It shows that he has money issues, but like that's nothing new. We've seen him take out. We've now realized he's been taking out these really big loans for many years. And that's kind of how he's been funding this lavish lifestyle that he and Erica seemingly had. It wasn't necessarily money that he earned through commissions. It was loans that he was taking out because he had clients that he never paid. So he had to pay to to sustain this lifestyle. And on top of that, he had to pay back clients that were then threatening to sue him. And so he was giving them little chunks here and there to kind of satiate them. But he still owed them all this money and was at some point going to have to pay back all of that money. I don't know how he ever thought he was going to get away with all this. Maybe he thought he was going to die. I don't know. I really don't know how he thought he was going to get away with it or if he really believed that at some point he would hit another Aaron Brockovich moment and be able to pay them all back. But I feel like once you've gotten away with it so long, like, like let's say the scandal didn't blow up and he hit an Aaron Brockovich case and got the settlement tomorrow and won what... 200 or 50 million dollars let's say that's what he won in the case that's still not fully enough to pay back everybody that you owe money to and on top of that like you're really not going to get a commission so then how are you even going to sustain your lifestyle like the snowball just got way too big at this point and I think he was in way too deep and there was no coming out of it but anyway so he applied for a 1.5 million loan was approved Erica Jane also allegedly applied for a PPP loan so a a lot, all of this information is made public. I guess when you actually file, that's published somewhere. And so people have dug up the receipts. Girl Gangs was the one that dug up the Erica Jane records. And so she has a new company. Obviously, EJ Global is under investigation. And I don't think she's even touching EJ Global at this point because EJ Global is said to owe, possibly owe $20 million to 
um, Tom's former clients. So she has a new bank, uh, a new company that's not under investigation, which in the realm of business, like it makes sense to then form another business when you have book residual or book royalties and housewives money and all of that stuff that's coming in. Because at, at this point, you're going to need to, you know, put your money somewhere, especially because the money that's coming in now isn't money that came in from the 20 million, like the 20 million I'm assuming is gone. And it wasn't like a one chunk sum of 20 mil. It was like over the course of time. So her new company, Erica Records Inc., filed for a loan for $498,000, which was said to be used for payroll, possibly for Glam Squad, possibly for assistance, possibly for legal lawyer fees, possibly for herself, most likely for her, well, I don't know. Yeah, probably for herself. But like when you, I mean, she does have, like EJ Global did have a team underneath her. She does have an assistant. She does have, I mean, even if this was just her and her assistant, it looks like it definitely had to have been more. Like 498000 I highly doubt an assistant or even two assistants is making that much money. I would guess maybe at best 80 or 90 grand for being like a you know an assistant slash COO chief operating officer or something I don't know TBD but so they've both taken out loans at this point Erica and Tom whether or not they actually received those loans also up in the air most likely possible that they did but this then would go against Tom Girardi's claims that he didn't have the money in the bank but at the same time it's a PPP loan so it's not a loan that he is supposed to be able to keep to for his own lifestyle it's the money that he's supposed to use to pay his employees at the law firm because he took it out for Girardi Keys. So that money was supposed to cover salaries for people that were either laid off or had cut back hours or whatever the case may be. That's what those loans were designed for. So it is possible that that 1.5 million went to the all of and he does have a lot of employees. It's possible that that money did go to them. And he really, I don't believe he only had 15,000. I mean, it's possible because he racked up so much debt and owes so much money that he the money really was just really running out and he wasn't able to keep up with it, which is his own dumb spending, especially funding his wife and her music career and all of that. But I think it's very much still in the realm of possibility that the money is hidden somewhere, maybe safe deposit boxes, maybe an offshore account somewhere that has yet to be discovered. I mean... That's something Erica could testify is like, oh, I do know that Tom had an offshore account that he mentioned for protection, or I know where the location of the safe deposit boxes are, or I know who you can talk to about this specific matter. Like, she can do that. I know she's able to actually know certain information that maybe not be fully incriminating, but like can maybe help put some of those pieces together. That could be part of the testimony. Who knows if she's actually going to end up test, uh, testifying at all. But they did receive PPP or they did apply and they were approved for those loans. Probably took them. And it's funny, Bronwyn from Real Houses of Orange County also applied for a PPP loan, which is interesting because she wasn't laid off at that point. So why would you and what business do you have? Well, I guess house managers, but like, wouldn't your husband apply for that? I don't know. But she uh, allegedly applied for a $16,000 paycheck. 
which people are like, oh, but didn't she just get a, a, a facelift? Is that what paid for her facelift? Maybe. I don't know what she got a facelift. She got a facelift because she thought she was going to be back on Real Housewives of Orange County. And now she's like, holy shit, now I have to actually like work to pay for this paycheck or to pay for this facelift. I heard CVS is now hiring. All right. Thank you guys for joining Hashtag No Filter with Zag Peter. That is me. I am Zag Peter. Please get my new Housewives Watching wine. It's a delicious rosé. Four fun, one clean crisp rosé and four fun designs. We have I'm ready to mention it all for when you watch New York. I stole Kim's goddamn house. I'm ready to flip a table. And now tell me who gonna check me, boo, inspired by Atlanta. So please give it some love. Go to nofilterwine.com. Stock up today so that you have some in time for this weekend, which is 4th of July weekend. I hope you have a wonderful Independence Day. And even if um, you want to just order it so that you can take some fun photos to enter my giveaway, that's going to be coming up very soon. So get ready for that. You'll have your wine just in time to take some cute, fun pics. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach, or you can follow the show at No Filter with Zach. Please leave me more five-star reviews because I love that validation. I will continue to give more shout-outs. Slide into my DMs or tweet me or join our private Facebook group and weigh in there on whether or not you're going to be voting for Steve Lodge or you think that's a total joke. Thoughts on the Potomac taglines? Let me know. Love you guys. Mean it. Again, please support my rosé. Summer Rose, nofilterwine.com. Love you guys. Mean it. Have a wonderful 4th of July. Ciao for now.